Now, we must all fear evil men. But there is another kind of evil which we must fear most. And that is the indifference of good men. This is the St. Long Ginus's Baptism Podcast Channel. This is Random Thoughts number seven. This is aimed at um, Vatican II Catholics and the Vatican II Catholics who consider themselves traditionalists, and I'm putting that in big quotation marks, what I call neo-trads. So, while I was going, uh, I get a, a newsletter in my inbox from uh, Norvis Ordo Watch. And for those of you who are unaware, Nor- Norvis Ordo Watch documents the heresies and the blasphemies that occur on a daily, almost a hourly basis in the Vatican II sect church. And in this letter, they had a YouTube video of a TV show made. I'm not making this up. And by the way, I'm going to put this YouTube video in my show notes. Made in 1968. Three years after Vatican II was ratified. Now... I meant to say this earlier, but I'm going to get this out of the way. Um, I was waiting on my bus and I watched this. And I'm a former Vatican II member. Um, So the things depicted in this, this TV show was neither a shock nor a surprise. But it really, as a a historical document about how, you know, um, the Vatican Church basically is uh, the way it is now, um, it's it's an interesting watch, although, you know, I don't care what you people think about me. I do love, I do love the Lord Jesus and his blessed mother and the one true Catholic church and the heavenly kingdom. So watching this, this expression, I know people don't use it anymore. But this expression is apropos of what I'm trying to say was literal cringe. It was literal cringe. And I was, I wasn't so much cringing as I was shaking my head and putting my hand to my forehead. Like I said, it wasn't surprising. It wasn't um, 
shocking. It was just very, very painful. Because so many Vatican II types, and I, I'm, I'm looking at you, you neo-trads, um, they, you hold on to this, <laughs> this misguided notion that Vatican II is legitimate. Now, the average Vatican II sect member, I can understand why they would think this. Because out of uh, ignorance and sloth, this is all that they know and they've been taught that this is correct. But you, but you uh, neo-trads out there, oh, we got to have the Latin Mass, we got to have the Latin Mass. And you go to the Vatican II version of the Latin Mass. The Mass of John the 23rd, the guy who started, who started Vatican II. You know, and I suspect, because I've dealt with neo-trads in the past, that you're just going for the smells and bells. That's it. You know, you don't care if it's Vatican II Catholicism or the pre-Vatican II Catholicism. As long as you have the pretty church to go to, the incense and the vestments, you're good. And here's the thing, what, uh, a common neo-trad argument against set of accountism is, well, what's your authority? What's your authority? And as any set of accountists will tell you that we don't recognize Vatican II as legitimate, we consider it a heretical council, so, you know, as far as that goes, we don't, we don't need authority. You know, we're, uh, that's, that's the wonderful thing about the pre-Vatican II church, uh, Catholic church. It treats you like an adult. It allows you to think for yourself and make up your own mind. But the reason I'm bringing this up is in this TV show, now this is 1968, they interview a diocesan bishop. Now, this is three years after Vatican II was um, ratified. And basically, the, the, um, the, the, the thing he says, he mentions is that one of the issues of Vatican II is, is uh, the issue of authority. And in other words, bishops and by extension priests and popes and cardinals were going to exercise their authority based on what, you know, what their uh, per per parishioners um, wanted to happen. I'm not making this crap up. I'm going to list it. If you want to, you know, sit there and try and argue with me on the on my two platforms, um, but you haven't watched the video, I'm just going to block you because it's in there. I just got done watching it. 
And basically, that same diocesan bishop was saying, well, we don't recognize tradition and we don't, you know, we, we, we think that... He didn't say they didn't recognize it, but he said they had to move away from tradition and and do a, a, a new spirit. A new spirit. And another thing they mentioned in the show, um, they're interviewing Catholic priests, and, and like I said, a diocesan bishop was, well, we're gonna we're gonna try to be a little less authoritarian. Now, I want to ask you, Neotrads, a question. If one of the archbishops from a, from a, a major diocese says, well, we're going to try to be a little more, a little less authoritarian, and, you know, we're, we're you know, basically we're going to um, uh, make the hierarchy a little more democratic. That's another thing too. They said that they were going to try to be more democratic. Ha! And by the way, if you acknowledge this council, you acknowledge these teachings. You can't have it both ways. If you want your smells and bells, you got to go to set. Uh, you got to become a set of a contest. You cannot. You cannot recognize this travesty that calls itself a council. Because if you do, and uh, Mr. Bergoglio has already made it quite clear to you, Neotrads, that guess what? He's cutting off your smells and bells. So you have two choices. Stay in the Vatican II sect and... Or become said of a contest. And if if you think, well, you know, as far as my priest is concerned, when we do start getting Vatican II refugees, they're not bringing their garbage into our church. And rightfully so, I might add. Oh, I got kind of sidetracked. Um, so I watched this while waiting on my bus. My first reaction was to make this a rant because that was my first reaction after watching this hideousness. And I kind of cooled down, but as you can see, you know, I'm, I'm about, I would say an hour removed from watching this video, but I'm still pretty, pretty keyed up. I'm going to try to keep this conversational, but I, 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 you know, if I get excited and you know, if that bothers you, I'm not going to apologize this kind of crap. I love the Catholic church. And if you love the Catholic church, you wouldn't you wouldn't be in the Vatican II church. You know, you wouldn't be there if you love Catholicism. Because I guarantee you, this this crap is not Catholicism. I don't care what anyone says, that's why I left. Because I had done enough reading, I had done enough research to recognize this crap is not traditional. 
traditional Catholic teachings. And by the way, for you, for you Vatican II types and, and you Neotrads, you point to me, you point to me out of pre-Vatican II Catholicism where there was uh, uh, taking communion in the hand, no altar rail. Um, you point to me where there was a parish council. You point to me where um, you 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 point to me um, where where um, the pre-Vatican II Church was even having ecumenical dialogue with the Protestant heretics. Okay, you, 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 you point to me, you point to me any major Vatican II teaching that squares with pre-Vatican II dogma. And don't talk to me about that garbage about the spirit of Vatican II. The spirit of Vatican II is modernism. And it shouldn't take a person like myself to explain that. And, <laughs> you know, you guys have got to watch this video because they have an actual theology professor from a major Protestant university. Major. I used to be a Protestant before I became Catholic. And I know of this school. Well, it says in the title, it's Methodist University, Southern Methodist University. And this theology professor was, he said that not only was he an observer at Vatican II, but that he gave the cardinals that were promulgating Vatican II his notes in other words, what he wanted to see come out of Vatican II. Call me a liar all you want, unless you watch the video. I'm telling you, it's all there. Everything. And, and here's the thing, too. Um, a lot of people like to say, Oh, uh, uh, Vatican II didn't get bad until... until uh, <laughs> until uh, Pope Francis, and I put that in quotes too, uh, I'm here to tell you, this was filmed in 68. This was still under Paul VI. This was pre-John Paul II and pre-Benedict. So you can spurred, you can whine, you know, that... that Bergoglio somehow is the issue. No, he isn't. He is absolutely not the issue. He is just basically prior to Francis, it was easier to hide their heresies because we didn't have, for the most part, the internet. And, um, you know, they weren't as open with their heresies. But 
this this TV it was a documentary was on NBC the 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 network NBC in 1968 and for those of you of a certain age you know in 1968 you had CBS NBC and ABC that's it you didn't have Fox you didn't have CNN you didn't have a multiplicity of channels those were your three major networks and they are openly they are openly proclaiming and you know and by the way they're not openly proclaiming it you're getting an eyewitness view because they allowed the cameramen into the churches they had them interview priests and nuns they uh they interviewed the average catholic now for those of you who may not be uh aware um NBC News, you know, at that, well, it's never changed, but at that time they were like, oh, it's a liberal network, it's a liberal network. But the, the, this whole documentary is, is shown in a favorable light. This isn't a criticism of Vatican II. This is more hallelujah, praise the Lord, not that we believe in him, the, the Catholic Church is coming into the modern era. It was all positive. And so when they got basically, unless you're a boomer, um, they, they, they got the older, uh, well, actually, yeah, because this was 60s. This, yeah, this was, they, they had the older generations, pre-boomers. And they were interviewing them. And most of these people, I would say, would be around my age or older. And they're saying, what have they done? This is not the Catholic Church we grew up with. We do not agree with it. The documentary makers made them look like, um, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Stodgy old people, you know. Now, oh, they're old. They don't understand what we're trying to do here. You know, they, they're out of touch. Which, having grown up not quite in the 60s, but close, was a major refrain that I heard in the 70s growing up was, oh, the old people, you know, they just don't understand. They're, they're out of touch. They don't know. And to see... I've said in previous episodes when I talk about Vatican II that the nuns um, wearing miniskirts or just regular civilian attire. This is 1968 and they're showing the same thing. As a matter of fact, they're showing Catholic wives and mothers and they're dressed no differently than, you know, their, their secular counter, their secular or their Protestant counterparts with the miniskirts. And 
you you got to watch the part on the nuns. The nun. Oh, oh. By the way, the, the the part on the nuns is going to be very instructive because it tells how the nuns were given an option to wear the habit or not wear the habit, and basically, the mother superior, although. I don't think that she would call herself that was saying, well, you know, we, we don't want to wear the habit. You know, uh, we, 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 we don't believe in piety and praying. We believe in going out and helping the world. Telling you, if you're a Vatican II Catholic and you're complaining that about all the, the heretical or the, the modernist garbage in your church, Everything that they're talking about in this documentary in 1968. This, this, like I said, a major TV network, a whole bunch of people watch this. Now, of course, I don't expect anybody, you know, um, my age or younger to have seen this video, but it's on YouTube for your perusal. And everything that people have been complaining about for the past 60 years, they're, they're putting it out there. They're putting it out there on a major TV network, what they're going to do. Okay? So, the next time you guys say, well, uh, they're, they're, they're Protestants, they're, they're, they're schismatics. I'm going to ask you this question in all seriousness. How are we who are following the pre-Vatican II church and upholding the Catholic traditions before Vatican II, how are we the schismatics? They, one of the, the lay people that they interviewed said, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do. Okay, how are we the heretics and schismatics? You know, and by the way, if any of you are not bursting with cognitive dissidents or drinking the Vatican II Kool-Aid and you have an open mind, this video should be a wake-up call for you. You know, um, quite frankly, you know, cause I've been doing, uh, I've, I've been studying this for a minute. I didn't realize that the Vatican II sect was so bold as to basically do a TV documentary and they're, they're showing what they're doing. They're showing what they're doing. Now, my guess would be. You know, because these were pre-boomers that were doing this, was they thought, well, there's only three networks. We'll show it once and it'll get shelved and nobody will ever see it again. My God is a God of surprises. My God is a God of irony. Oh, you think that, huh? Oh, the internet's going to come out and somebody's going to put that, that video out on the internet. And if you're willing to look at it, it's there for all to see. Sorry, guys. 
Sorry, your little plan didn't go, didn't work the way you want to. But here's the thing. You got to be able to, you got to be willing to take the truth wherever it leads you. Bottom line. If you're, if you, if, you know, if, if you're going to write me off, you know, and, and, and cling to your Vatican too, you know, that's your choice. Now, for the younger Vatican II folks, they've been given the garbage that, oh, there are many ways to heaven. You don't have to be Catholic. You know, you could be Protestant, Hindu, Buddhist, whatever. You get to heaven. You know, this 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 documentary ain't gonna affect them because they're gonna be like, well, yeah, this this is this is what Catholicism is. But you neo-traditionalists should know better. You really should. And quite frankly, you know, if you're still holding on to the Vatican II version of the Latin Mass, knowing, or at least, if not um, implicitly knowing, at least having a doubt, thinking, well, this, this, the stuff that's, this can't be right. And by the way, one of the old, Fuddy duddies that they uh, interviewed from, you know, um, the older generation. She said, what they're doing here is illegal. The Catholic Church never changes. Okay. This is a lay lady, pre Vatican II, who could see in 1968 that what they're doing is heretical. Okay. She's not, she's not a bishop. She's not a PhD theologian. She is an average lay lady who, by the way, she is, she, she is saying what I was taught when I entered the Vatican II church. Because that's exactly what I was taught. The Catholic church doesn't change. It doesn't conform to the times. It doesn't conform to society. And it doesn't conform to man. And here she is saying this in 19... A lay lady. You know, for all you with your feels still 40. But as I said earlier, the, 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 the major diocesan bishop they interviewed said, well, you know, we, we're, we're, we're going to try not to be so hired, uh, hierarchical and we're, we're going to try not to be so, we're going to try to be more democratic. So if this is, if this is the attitude of the, of the council that you all love, then how are you gonna how are you gonna criticize Set of Acontis? How are you gonna do that? Because if Vatican II is supposed to be more democratic and less less hierarchy, then those of us who were Vatican II, we're just exercising our democratic option not to participate in a heretical church. You got to be willing to follow the logical conclusion. And that's the logical conclusion to that statement. But you, you neotrads, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be as charitable as I can. But 
you're LARPing. You're LARPing at being a true Catholic. And, it, you know, and even if, even if, it, if it's an honest mistake, even if, if you're doing this out of air, even if you're doing this, if you have doubts about the state of the church as it is, and you're unwilling to research the Vatican II Council and pre-Vatican II Catholicism, you're LARPing. That, that's the bottom line. You're LARPing. You're pretending to be a Catholic. Well, never mind. I was going to say something really cruel. I'm not going to, but you're LARPing. Because basic, and by the way, by the way, for those of you who haven't been, you know, on the interwebs as much as I have, when, when somebody says you're LARPing, it basically means, uh, LARP means live action role play. So when a person live action role plays, they, they play a knight in uh, medieval times saving a princess from a dragon. Now, obviously, it's, it's role playing. They're not actually knights saving a princess. They're role playing. And... And if you recognize Vatican II as a legitimate council, but are unwilling to um, research it yourself or talk to an actual honest, well, actually all the set of contests I've talked to are honest. And as I said in an earlier broadcast, they will tell you chapter and verse how it's heretical. But if you're if you're going if you're going to the uh, neocon equivalent of the Vatican II um, apologists, you know these guys who they uh, they owe they owe their positions um, <laughs> they owe their positions to um their loyalty to Vatican II, not to any piety, not to any, um, you know, not to any holiness on their part, or, and for that matter, not to any, um, not to any um, particular knowledge on their part. And by the way, for those of you Vatican II people who, uh, you know, my, my, uh, Twitter, my Telegram are open, and I'm open for comments. But if you go, if you write me a comment saying, well, what are your qualifications? This is what I'll tell you. My qualifications are the same as Jimmy Akin, Tim Staples, Michael Voris, um, Taylor Marshall, um, John Venary, um, I can't forget that other, I can't remember that other Neotrad, the one who likes to bag on Sedvacantis. Um, he's a tax lawyer. Okay. My qualification is the same as theirs. So, you know, um, if, if you're going to ask me what my qualifications are, 
you better ask it of your Vatican II buddies too, who are laymen themselves. They're not theologians, you know, none of that. And by the way, that's another part of cognitive dissonance because when I talk to Vatican II people, they say, well, I'm not a theologian. (laughs) Well, none of your apologists that I can tell. Now, there may be, you know, actual Vatican II theologians who, who do apologetics, but the majority of your apologists, the ones that people know about, they're laymen. They're no different from me. Yeah. Oh, but they went to college. Oh, I didn't know going to college prepared you to be a Catholic apologist. I thought having um, what uh, what I would call common sense and uh, a good grasp of the catechism, I thought that's what made you an apologist. You know? But anyway. Um, I'm telling you people, you know, um, someday you're going to have to face the truth. If you, if you have doubts about this, this council and you don't do anything about it and you're wrong, there are no do-overs and no, you're not going to purgatory. Because everything this council stands for is destroying Christ's church. You know, um, I would ask you as as, uh, humbly as I can, if you have doubts, if you have questions, you know, um, I've, I've actually asked this on another episode. What does it hurt for you to look it up? What does it hurt from, what does it hurt you to, instead of listening to Jimmy Aiken and the, um, you know, Michael Voris and Tay-Tay Marshall and, uh, you know, John Veneri of what I call the pasty eating brigade. Instead of listening to them, because they have a vested interest in keeping you in the Vatican II church, talking to an actual set of contests. And if you can't do that, if you don't know any, there are plenty of Vatican II podcasts. I'm sorry, not Vatican II. Lord help me. Set of contest podcasts. That that you you could choose some. And as a matter of fact, in... You know, every every time I do a a episode on the Vatican II tr- sect, I put for the most part I put my resources. So this it's not like this is insurmountable. And by the way, the 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 senior set of accountants, the guys in their seventies. They actually had a harder hoe to row to get to where they're at. Because back in the 60s and 70s, Al Gore hadn't invented the internet. Um, you actually had to go to what was known as a library that had, uh, 
what were known as books, not e-books, an actual book. And you had to crack it and you had to read it. And having lived in that era, I'm not as old as those guys, but I've lived in the era where if you wanted to find a book, there was what was known as a card catalog. You had to open, you get, yeah, you had to find your subject and then you opened up the drawer and then you had to go through the cards to find the book you were looking for if they had it. So there's no excuse for ignorance. If you're ignorant, it's because you want to be ignorant. But like I said, everything in this documentary, and I mean everything. Now, I came into the church at uh, 2000, uh, I'm sorry, not the church. I came into Vatican II in 2005. The stuff that they talk about in 1968 was going on in the church in 2005, and a lot of the people that I was interacting with were coming of age in the 1970s, in the 1980s, in the 1990s, and they all were talking about the same things that they were talking about in this documentary. So, I just, I wanted to give you my thoughts on this, on this video. I beg of you for the love that all that is holy, the real Catholic Church, Lord Jesus, His Blessed Mother, and the Kingdom of Heaven, please, Please, you, you can, you could take my commentary and leave it. Watch the video. Watch the video. That's all I'm asking. Watch the video. And if that doesn't affect you, if that doesn't, you know, bring you, uh, as the Protestants used to say, uh, come to Jesus moment, nothing will, nothing will, well, I take that back. God's divine providence will bring you back, but nothing in the secular realm will. If you watch this and are unaffected by this documentary, the only thing that's going to bring you back is the will of Jesus Christ. That's the only thing. That's it. And... Like I said, I get heated because I actually do love the pre-Vatican Catholic Church, pre-Vatican II Catholic Church. I actually do love the Lord Jesus and his blessed mother and the heavenly kingdom. And every time I have to witness, I try to avoid it when I can. I leave it to Norvis Ordo Watch and True Restoration Radio to document this crap. But when I have to see, you know, and by the way, being on social media, 
sometimes I actually have to deal with Vatican II members. But I do try to be charitable. And I actually made an offer to a Vatican II guy. And I said, hey, if you've got any questions about Sedvacantism, contact me. And he blew me off. I'm hoping the Lord brings him around. But the, but the, um, but the, uh, but the, the bishops and the cardinals that ratified and convoked Vatican II, they're Judases. They're nothing but a bunch of Judases. And I'm not high enough on the food chain that I think that this message will get through. But if you're somebody like Taylor Marshall, Michael Voris, Tim Staples, especially Jimmy Aiken, and the rest of those, those people, you also are Judases. You are also Judases. Because you're acting as an authority on something that if you don't know that this is heresy, that if you don't know this is heresy, you have no business being an apologist. And if you do know this is heresy and you're purposely doing it because of the perks, um, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes when you have to f go for judgment. That's all I'm going to say. But, um, I uh, I appreciate you listening. I really do. I, I know if you're, you know, uh, Vatican II type, the, you know, if you bother listening to more than one of my episodes on Vatican II, it can't be the easiest thing you ever done. So if you made it this far, I appreciate you at least giving me a chance. I will list the... Um, the video in question. Um, but I thank you for giving me your time. I do care about you guys. I am praying for all of you. I'd like to see as many people get to heaven as possible. I really do. Um. Quite frankly, I'm going to put my bottom line here. The only thing I can care about, the only thing I can care about is the true Catholic Church, Lord Jesus and His Blessed Mother, and the Heavenly Kingdom. That's the only thing I care about. That's it. Nothing else. So, God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.